It's time for Stars on Sports, a podcast radio show dedicated to sharing stories about our athletic program at Lansing Community College. LCC Athletics has a strong tradition. 23 national championship wins. Over 170 All-Americans. 19 MCCAA All-Sports Trophies. Stars on Sports will introduce you to individuals that have contributed to our program's success and give you the backstory on what it takes to develop it. We'll also dive into and break down the topics and issues facing athletic departments across the nation and right here at LCC. This is Stars on Sports. Hello and welcome to another episode of Stars on Sports. I am joined today by our assistant AD and baseball coach Stephen Cutter and hopefully our producer Dedalian um, as we talk about things going on in LCC sports and things across the nation in general. Last time we talked about parking and I want to follow up on parking. I don't know what order these podcasts will go but I am proud of my parking. I am backing up in the spots and then staying in between the lines. I've shared the story with other people. I had baseball players come up to me after the games and ask and, and check out my parking at the baseball field. So, I mean, over the last week, you talk about accountability and, and making an effort. And I feel... <laughs> Nice touch today. Yeah, yeah, well done. <laughs> what do you think, Mr. Carter? Have you seen my parking in the last week? Well, I think you're doing better. So if we had video here, you would also saw me clapping for you. That that's that's good stuff. I love it. I love that you're uh, trying to be intentional about getting better. And and it, you know we we've joked around about it on a few podcasts, but it's really just one of those things where you're trying to be just a little bit better. And you can start with the really the most simple things. You'll see a lot of our baseball players. If you were to go into their apartments or or their houses or whatever, you're gonna you're gonna see some things on their bathroom mirrors, and it's gonna be worse. And it's going to be words that are super intentional to them and it holds them accountable. And so they they like to go and, um, you know, hold other people accountable too, so and, and kind of make it a little bit fun. And, you know, so I, I love that they were checking your parking job at the baseball stadium. <laughs> do you uh, do that yourself? The, the word on the mirror? Because I actually have up on mine right now enthusiasm. And that is because I just want to embrace more things with more enthusiasm. Yeah, absolutely. We, you know, I'll, I'll pick individual words usually on a yearly basis. So instead of making a New Year's resolution, I'll mm -hmm. pick a word and it won't necessarily be in January. It could be in late November or December, or, you know, whatever it might be. But you pick that word and that word stays with you. And enthusiasm's a great word. You know, one of the bigger words this year has been for me has just been uh, intentional instead of kind of glossing over a lot of things and having a lot of things happening at one time and then having a schedule where you're just like oh my gosh I don't know whether I'm coming or going I, if you're really intentional with things you can be like okay I'm for, the, for this 40 minutes I'm going to be really focused on whatever it might be and then for the next 20 I can answer emails, I can take respond to texts and that kind of stuff. And so it's helped me be a little more disciplined and detailed in the stuff that I do. And then it all, by doing that, it helps me become more organized. Yeah, yeah. And of course, Greg has inside the lines on his mirror, right? 
Actually, my word is resilience. You know, <laughs> so you, you, get, you get hit a lot in this job with many things, and you got to stay resilient. But back to inside the lines, I am doing much better staying inside. <laughs> Maybe it'll carry over to my coloring, but it takes me a half hour to park. And sometimes I get afraid when everyone's watching if it's really busy. But it's crazy where you only move a quarter of an inch, and you're, you're, you, it's, it's a struggle to, to get over that half an inch. So, has but I've this, gotten has a lot better. This conversation better. created some anxiety for you. <laughs> yes, some, <laughs> but I feel better. I, I am backing in. Improving. Yeah, and even at home, I backed in the garage for the first time yeah. ever this weekend. Um, so it built confidence too. So, and that's part of the intent. And you know, one of the neat things I saw, and I like your word too, Dalian enthusiasm. I think is huge because I believe happiness is a choice, and everything starts with being positive and happiness. And you know, I like look at my grandkids smiling every morning on my refrigerator. They're two school pictures that look kind of funny, but it, it just makes me happy. And sure. you know, too many people aren't enthusiastic about the day. They wish for five o'clock to come. They wish for the weekend to Fridays, come. Yeah. And they're, you know, it's just important in athletic that you can't overlook those things. And I like your word too, Stephen. One of the neatest things I saw this week, and I, I wasn't going to share it with you, was um, at, a, at our baseball game this past weekend. We lost a tough game and you and I were um, helping with the officials and you could have been you. I don't know what emotions you were feeling, but it was a tough game that we lost. And there's the water bottle sitting on the ground, and you still picked it up and went and threw it away when you could have had so many other things. And I'm sure you did have many other things on your mind, but it, it, it stuck with me that you know that's important to him. He, I, I know both of us go around and pick things up, but you did it in a moment when no one was watching, and you had so many other things on your mind. Um, I would think after a difficult loss and I thought that was just a very telling moment over the last week that stuck with me and, and even again, hold me accountable when I look at things on the ground and, and try and pick things up. So, you know, kudos to you and, and your word of being intentional because intentional is very important in athletics too. You can practice every day, but if you don't practice with intention, you're probably not going to get better at the things that you want to get better at. Yeah. There's, there's definitely, if you, if you coach, there's, there's some dark days in coaching, you know, there's some roller coasters and, and we really are, you know, super focused on not being wrapped up in the wins and the losses, but being wrapped up into the standards and the processes. But that doesn't mean that, that when, when you win, that winning makes you happy. I say it all the time. It's a sum winning and losing is a sum zero event. Winning makes you happy, losing makes you sad. And so even if you are wrapped up into standards and processes, when you do lose, I mean, we had the nation's longest winning streak going on at any level of baseball and we lost and it was weird. It was almost, the players said it was surreal. They they, they went through a, a college baseball, in the middle of the college baseball season for 45 days without losing a, a game. That's in the game of baseball, that's incredible. So it is surreal, but then, if you do things and you're really consistent with things, you don't necessarily change no matter what's going on, you know, and if you're enthusiastic, it doesn't matter how many times you get hit with negative stuff. You're just like, I'm going to overpower that and I'm still going to be happy and I'm still going to be enthusiastic. And when we talk about details, that's one of those things. It doesn't matter if, if we're sad because we lost a baseball game. They're still going to clean the dugouts the same way. They're still going to pick up the opponent's trash and, and anything else. And that's, that's the mark of a good team. And, and as leaders, 
students, student athletes look to their leaders, not necessarily for their words that they say, but for the actions that they do. So I think that I appreciate you bringing that up. I had no idea that you were being very observant at that time and, and really didn't think anything of it, to be honest with you. And you didn't. And, and I shared with you one of my favorite stories over the last couple of years is when uh, Michigan basketball coach, basketball coach John Juan Howard went out and wiped the floor up with a towel. He just grabbed it and went out and did it. And in today's society, even even in sports, you know, we expect a lot of people to do things for us. And you know, I was joking with a parent the other day. In some sports, parents carry their kids' bags for them to and from the dugout <laughs> to the car. And you know, what what are we teaching kids if if we allow that to happen? But it was you know. A telling moment, Marie, because there were a lot of emotions going on, and your focus was elsewhere. But you could tell that it, the, you know, that you weren't doing it just the the show off or whatever. You do it because that's what you do every day, and and that is important. And that again, picking up trash is important to me too. That yeah. if we all picked up our, after ourselves, we'd have a lot better, cleaner place, and mm-hmm. wouldn't need sure. so many other people. But and to your point, the Dalian about having the the word on the mirror, ever seeing it is believing it you and i have you know have talked mm-hmm. about that that you got to see it first before you can and then do it mm-hmm. and so it is important having that word up there to see it and remind you of what you have to do because it is a choice and it is important to to have that reminder to make that choice and make the right choice and you made the right choice you know picking up that water bottle when you had so many other things going on in your mind and then the next thing it led to is how we responded you know we we're both believers of E plus R equals O, and your team came back and responded after a tough loss, which it could, you know, we've seen some teams that it's gone in a whole direction and led them, you know, they beat you again, they say. Don't let a team beat you twice when you lose that next game because you're still dwelling on the yeah. on the previous game. So just a lot of little lessons we've learned in the last week that we talk about apply to parking, apply to school, apply to sports, and most importantly, apply to life. Yeah, good stuff. Really good stuff. Mm-hmm. It is good stuff. And, you know, seeing our, our, our kids buy into that is important because that's what we want. We want them picking up after themselves. We want them respecting their facilities and their sport and the in the game itself. And and when you lose, you know, losing reveals a lot about character. And, and, and class, people. too. Yeah. Yep. You know, that's one of the big, you know bigger things that we talk about in our program is to – make sure that you win with class and that you lose with class and you don't necessarily change by results of a scoreboard or, you know, umpires or anything else that you, you just have class and you stay the same. And, and that's something that we don't always see because it is a, it is a pretty big thing when some of our athletic teams get beat by other teams and, and it's, it's, it's a big deal. And, and so that class is, is really important to us and we want to make sure that, you know, we do, the baseball program wins a lot of the games that they do play, but we want to make sure that when they do lose, because they're going to lose, they're they're playing a really tough, self-defeating sport, just like softball, you know, that they lose with class and dignity. And that's something that you constantly need to work on because they're, they're young adults, you know, and they, they can forget things pretty quickly. And that's what excites me about sport and life is it, it – it teaches us how to handle adversity in a game, not in life. You know, there's a lot more things they're probably dealing with at home that they bring to the ballpark every day or the basketball court or to the running track. But sports teaches them how to handle adversity. And, and 
you know, we haven't seen a lot of teams win with glass on the news in the in the last couple of years in, in the field of sports. And we, some teams do have targets on their back because of their success. And at LCC, we've had our share of success. You hear in our, our opening of how much success we've had on the on the on the field, the court, and the track, and so we do have a target on your back. We usually do, do get people's best games, but you know that's a great reminder too of winning with class and losing with class because that's about character and that's something you know in educational athletics that is the utmost of importance of teaching our student athletes character. And you're right, it, it, it has to be taught. It's not just something that's inherent, and and it has to be taught in some of the most difficult game situations the same as leadership or being positive or mindfulness or whatever it is it's it's all muscles that are grown by you know continually working on them you're not just naturally born a great leader or anything else so all those things are constant things that you're working on and whether you're 65 or you're 18 years old you just continue working on that stuff trying to get a little bit better when you see teams that do are able to do some of that stuff whether the scoreboard is in their favor or not you, you tend to see fans just you know put some hands together because it is one of those things that you know you can appreciate and even the common person that doesn't have much uh, vested interest in either one of those teams can see that those pieces of it because they really really stand out more than what people realize they do and that's true and it definitely stands out and 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 it's important and it's it's what we want you know lcc to be known for and represented i mean at every school i've been at one of my models is represent your school well represent lcc well represent mason well represent Eaton rapids well um because we are out there in the public eye and have people watching us. And I always joked in my, my previous job that people aren't coming in watching people taking a calculus exam. They're not coming in the classroom to watch, you know, the lecture that day, but they are. Music and sports. Yeah. Two of the you know, biggest coming things in. that bring people together. Yeah. 100%. And, and I saw, you know, when, during COVID when so many people were scrutinizing healthcare people and, teachers because of the the change in their organizational structure you know there are people out there saying welcome to coaches world welcome welcome to band instructor choir instructors world where so many people are just sitting back there and saying why just pitch that guy on that day or why why is that kid in that lineup or shooting those free throws so um but it's important back to character that our student athletes understand that because they they do have LCC. That's the other thing that's different. We have LCC on our our jerseys, on our warm up. That people, hey, that's an LCC baseball player. I, I always heard this joke where this high school student goes in and, and robs something in the gas station, and he had his varsity letter coat on with his name on it. You know, and and we dealt <laughs> <Wow>. with. <laughs> Do you think it's a, because I've been asked this question at least five or six times along with winning and streaks and different things, but do you think it's a good thing that LCC has the proverbial targets on their backs that people tend to want to beat Lansing just because of the success, the, all those national championships and everything else? That's a great question. And as an administrator, I, I have two answers actually. Yes, because as an administrator that's competitive and wants to be successful, 
I want to win. I want to be at the highest level. As an administrator worried about game management, it creates tension because as you've seen, when the other team has success, it can it can add other dimensions to the game, such as sportsmanship, such as um, over celebrating or a lack of or frustration on our part because some teams feel like they won a championship when they win a game, and I've experienced that at other levels, you know, at the, at my high school level too, where we when you have targets on your back. Um, it can create a, a, a challenging game management situation, which so do I don't you th- mind. Do you think it's easier to manage a program that doesn't win as often? Do you think it's easier on that side of the coin versus managing a program that wins uh, very consistently? Not to me, because I want to win. I mean, if you if you have that standard of you don't care about winning and you just want to participate or have opportunity, then it is pretty a pretty average or media standard, yeah. but when you're trying to strive to be better every day, it, it's more difficult and you, you want to get to that winning attitude. And I've been in programs that have experienced both sides and, and there's pros and cons to, to all parts of that, of, of whether people are happy or, or not happy, or, you know, are people, you know, just want their kid to play or do they want the team to win? And, and you balance that because, I had what my high school baseball coach one time always said, the parents want the eight best kids and their their kid to start a game. And and most parents get that, you know, why kids are starting or, or playing or if they're getting subbed in. But to me, I want to get better. So I want to manage our program that we are getting better. And, and, and it's hard to get better some days. I mean, there's difficult days on the job, and, and every job has that. But we have a, a, a scoreboard that measures a lot of that for us. But when you dig deeper, there's a lot of other things, retention, you know, graduation, transfers, um, good grades that also play into the success. So I don't always judge what's on the, on the scoreboard. I mean, I've had coaches think when I come in the first year, oh, you're going to fire me because I had a bad year. And no, it, it's fluid. I mean, you know, there's people that jumped off our bandwagon after that loss on Sunday or Saturday thinking, oh, this team's headed in a, a different direction. But sports gives you time. Back to our Kobe Bryant failure quote of, you know, it, it's what you do from that failure, not letting that failure define you. And, again, I think sports is a great um, avenue for that. But I wanted to get back to my parking because I think I ha- <laughs> I, that's a win, too. You know, I, I did win in the parking world and and I, I i just remembered i listened to our last podcast on lcc connect and i'm pretty sure dedalian titled it something about greg parking is that correct dedalian <laughs> i'd have to look again, i'm pretty sure I... he did the last topic of our of our podcast was um i, I know greg it came parking. up for sure so so hopefully this is our last last, last podcast we can talk about greg's nice parking, parking. greg see <laughs> Yeah, but you're right. I mean, whether it's with parking or anything else, you're trying to win. And you talked about Kobe Bryant and and somebody asked him, what does winning mean to you? And when we're talking about winning and what they were asking him was not, you know, what's a, a 97 to 92 win mean to you? But what's winning mean to you and trying to do, you know, what you were talking about there or anything else that we talk about? And he, he said one word and he said everything and and that's that's a really powerful statement because it means everything to try to win whether you're 
you know, packing groceries at the at the store, being the best person that best person that you can possibly be to put the groceries in the bag, you know, as good as you can be. Well, and I wasn't a Kobe fan, you know, following because he didn't play for one of my favorite teams. But the more I learned about him, everything meant everything to him. He he would get there early and and work. I mean, I heard stories where he'd get there at 4 a.m. and shoot and he would be on free throw lines asking other players, what are they doing to to be better? So, you know, when you talk about that, everything, it it meant a lot to him. And back to winning, one of my, you know, in in sports, you get a lot of cliches and a lot of mottos and, and, you know, catchy phrases. But one of my favorites always was win the day, you know, win the day, WTD. And that's more than winning the game or winning on the scoreboard. But back to our earlier conversation about trying to get to five o'clock or trying to get to the weekend, win that day, you win that day. It's like doing your job. You know, and, and I know. And so you you take it one step further. Win the day is great, but how about win W I N? What's important now? Mm-hmm. And you win the moment. Pretty soon you start stacking all those moments, and then you've you've won the day. And then pretty soon you win the week. You know the the month and the year. And you look back and you're like, holy smokes! Look at how many things have transformed for my inner circle. And and. You're right, and we talk about stacking wins. And last week, I, you know, I had a good morning going for me. I sent you're on the road at a baseball game. I sent you a picture of me parking. I sent <laughs> yeah. you a picture of, a, of our video work and that yeah. hadn't worked since we moved yeah. up there. And then yeah. you text me back, stacking the wins, <laughs> you, you know. And, and and I felt good, you know. I, that was right. a good way to start the day about, about winning, winning the moment. So um, I feel I won the moment in parking. That wasn't even the conversation I thought. We, I was actually trying to get to our partnerships and team dynamic in sports for the last two podcasts, but that will be saved for another time since, you know, a great topic on lessons in sports and, and the things that how we yeah, respond to them and sure. our, our words. So Good stuff. Anything else to add, anyone? Congratulations once again on your fine parking. <laughs> the crowd loves it. Go Stars. Stars on Sports is recorded live at the WLNZ studios. Engineering and production assistance are provided by Didalian Lowry. You can listen to this episode and other episodes of Stars on Sports on demand at lccconnect.org. To find more information about our athletic program, visit lccstars.com. Thanks for listening. Go Go Stars! Stars!